What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 371 here on Tuesday, May 10th. Uh, let's get started here. Of course, the big news dominating right now is the Supreme Court situation. Uh, obviously, we have a pending uh, draft opinion that was leaked, which we talked about last week, showing that Roe v. Wade may soon be overturned. Uh, that led to the... Meltdown. Well, yeah, total meltdown, but more importantly, they felt they had to put riot fencing up around the Supreme Court, so that shows uh, you where we're at. Yeah. And now you have basically the left-wing mob yeah. going to the homes of our Supreme Court justices, particularly Justice Alito and Kavanaugh, and so much so that uh, apparently... Uh, they are not living at home right now. Uh, yeah, they've been. They had to be at a secure location by now. Yeah, it's it's just too volatile. Uh, Justice Alito had to cancel his events. Uh, he's not at home. Uh, the angry mob was outside his house last night. Uh, you have liberals encouraging this, encouraging threats and violence against the justices. You know some of these some of these things that people are saying are just totally insane. You know, saying that they should send uh, anonymous envelopes full of powder to government officials uh, and that, you know, it's our moral responsibility uh, to, to do this and you must abolish the court. Um, I mean, this is just it, it's totally outrageous. More importantly, though, is that it seems like law enforcement doesn't want to do anything about this, which is uh, even more disappointing to me. Yeah. Here in Virginia, I mean, not so not only is doing this. A federal offense. It is because it is, yeah. it's attempted intimidation of yeah. a judge, right? and it's also you're sending a death threat to a to a, a, a sitting Supreme Court justice. Well, I'm not talking about the death threats. Oh, I'm talking oh. about showing up at their homes. Oh, at the ho- Okay, yeah. Obviously, yeah. death threats is yeah, also yeah, yeah, a crime, yeah. but I'm talking about like yeah. you know people think it's okay just to do this. It's actually illegal yeah. twice over. Yeah. Because you have the federal offense, mm-hmm. but in the state of Virginia, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, yeah. it's also a state offense to illegally picket or protest at someone's house disturbing the tranquility of that resident oh yeah so they could be arrested on that too yeah yet they were not which is leading to some disappointment here in virginia because we were hoping that uh governor glenn youngkin would enforce some law and order i think i think you should get the national guard to round these people up you always got to go to that you don't need troops oh yeah all you need we have a very large state police force here we do you roll in the troopers and you arrest these people you can't deploy the National Guard to operate as law enforcement. You know that's illegal. Well, I think this is a state of emergency. Oh, okay, yeah. So they- <laughs> right. We, we got to hope that if we ever do come to a dictatorship in this country that it's Matt in charge. Because yes. Because if it's anybody else, there will be, so, much, be like, so many jo- – first of all, so many jobs would be created overnight. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, law yeah, hopefully order. Glenn Youngkin can, can see the light on this one because I can tell you if it was Ron DeSantis, those people would have been arrested. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. You know. I was like, hmm, maybe I should uh, go down there and enforce some law and order. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be there <laughs> with you. Citizens arrest. I'll be there with you. Citizens arrest. Because, uh, I mean, you know, you could open carry guns. So <laughs> I'll if have, I showed I'll up. Have, I'll have Freddie and Bonnie be the, the If I showed dogs. up with yeah, <laughs> two scary goldens. Well, for, and then <laughs> if I showed up with my AR open carried, what do you think would happen? <laughs> I think I don't know what would happen, honestly. Some, It'd be an interesting experiment. Some might go. Some might egg you on. Definitely. And you definitely. would shoot them in the face, and then I'll be like, listen. Maybe. Listen. And then, I, and then I would say, listen, 
He pulled a knife. Yeah. All right, all right. We got to get out of here. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Get, get the um, plastic, wrap them up. We got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's getting out of control. I mean, we haven't even had the ruling yet. I mean, once the ruling goes official, like, it's going to set off a whole new chain of events. It's 5-3 um, right now, right? No. I In terms it was of the draft? Oh, 6-3. Okay. Right? I thought it was 5. Th- Initially, they said 5-3. Five, five, three. Well, what or, about where's the other one? I don't know. I think that's what they were trying to... I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, even if they persuaded that, it'd still be 5-4. I know. I don't know. Or no, no, no. It is 5-4. You're right. It It is is 5-4. It was... But Roberts is already siding with them. That's right. Forgot about... Yeah. yeah, They would have to get one of the hardcore conservatives to... There wasn't... They they weren't counting Roberts in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Okay. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because Roberts is a lib. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I mean, he's he's now the new leader of the liberal wing since uh, uh, Ruth died. Yeah. Yep. Who Um, also trashed this opinion, by the way, but whatever. You mean trashed the Roe v. Wade? Well, yeah, yeah, she Roe trashed Roe. Yeah. Not that she's like pro-life, but she was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not, it's 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 legally shaky. So, well, you know, I mean, we're basically like seeing an attempted insurrection against the Supreme Court here, way worse than anything, anything that was happened on January sixth. So, yeah, I mean, li- listen to some of the that people are saying on TikTok, and it's just going totally, uh, you know, schizo titso. Uh, yeah, exactly. Take a listen. If they actually do this, yeah. Uh, that would be the time where rioting would be okay. I got the pitchforks, you get the gas and the torches. Uh, let's do that. Because, uh-uh, you're not forcing... No, no. There's only one solution to this, to all of this, because it's all interconnected. Starts with the, ends with the, and it's not vote. TikTok. Do you ever wake up in the morning and think you just want to burn it all to the ground? And what I mean by burning it all to the ground is those old white men and the women who support them who want to tell me what to do with my body. If Roe versus Wade gets overturned, there will be mayhem in these streets. You think the global protests around George Floyd were big? You just wait when you launch an attack on 50% of the American population. And of course, a group linked to BLM Black Lives Matter is offering stipends to activists who will target the homes of these Supreme Court justices and also, I'm sure, will provide uh, legal money if they were to get in trouble. Now, we have this getting so bad that even Congress is like, okay, we're going to need to... uh, extend protection to the justices' families and uh, up police presence and uh, protection for the justices. I mean, we just haven't seen anything like this yeah, in the past. No, no. Like, it's, it's not there, something... It's, the, these, these, it's, these, it's these people, man. It's not something that we've had to worry about no. was, like, you know, the, the an entire side of the political aisle leveraging death threats and violence threats against them because yeah. they they want to kill babies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just think, it's not even like they're fighting for, like, yeah. some... This isn't, some like, inherent... unreasonable searches or seizures yeah. or anything. This yeah. is about baby killing. Well, they're not even fighting for, like, just general freedom for yeah. people. They're fighting yeah. to for the right to kill babies past a reasonable restriction. Oh, yeah. Up until the point of birth. And that's the other thing. Everyone's like, oh, well, this ruling's going to outlaw abortion. I'm like, no, no it's, it's not. No, it's not. That's not how it works. No, they have not. You have no clue yeah. how uh, the government works, so maybe you should just keep your mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. Like... That, that's what I've been telling people. I'm yeah. like, if you really think that's the case, 
and you have to go reread. Sure. There are some states that will have laws that snap into effect as part of this overturning. Yeah. But not all 50 states. No. Okay? No. And if you want to live where somewhere where you can just get abortion on demand anytime you want, then go live in a blue yeah. state. Yeah. Because for the longest time, we've had to go live in red states for freedoms. You know, I'd have if Virginia had gone fully Democrat, I was planning to move to Florida simply for the gun laws because they were going to make me a felon overnight. And I wasn't going to have that. Now, if you want certain, you know, things and and that's a freedom that's in the Constitution. Oh, yeah. It's explicitly stated. There's no right to an abortion in the Constitution. No, there is not. It's left up to democratic process. And I I think this will be one of the most anticlimactic things if it is overturned because we were already almost there. In 1973, we were almost – we were at the consensus point and then the Supreme Court decided to drop a nuke on it and, you know, make this one of the most um, contested issues in American politics. So I don't really think this is going to be when it's all said and done. I think all the legislatures – uh, the state legislatures are going to come to, you know, reasonable agreements and, and restrictions on this. So. Well, I think you're talking about two different things there. Yeah. You're talking about, like, the policy outcome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what's really going to matter is going to be the massive blow-up that this is going to cause. Well, it's when like, the official ruling yeah, comes out, you it's, know it's, it's going to be there's like... There's going to be another wave of It's going to be yeah, like, this is like 9-11. That's what they're going to well, say. Yeah, they're probably going to say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm surprised I haven't heard that already. Well, They're going to take that and run with it. The theocracy thing is already... Yeah. They, they already have it primed. Yeah, but, like, it's all we're going to hear about forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a four-month news cycle into the election. So, it's it's given them a huge boost, I think, politically. Uh, I mean, the polls still, you know, skew in our direction, uh, but the Dems are actually interested in the election now, yeah. which is problematic for us. And, I mean, hopefully it'll it'll juice our side, but, I mean, they're going to use this forever. You know, they're going to run on abortion forever. They were doing it before, and they're going to do it even way worse now. It was estimated that abortion lobbying groups were going to spend $250 million in nine states before. Now, it's uh, like, now I believe it's like <laughs> a billion a in billion. like 30 yeah. states. So uh, <laughs> it certainly is not going to help our electoral chances in the fall. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, a majority of the states will have not much of a, a change here. Yeah. There may be states that pass laws that are restrictions within 15 to 20 weeks, but that's not totally outlawing it. No. No. Uh, and and <laughs> I, think, I think that's what we need to, like, understand. Like, there's going to be no outlawing of abortion, per se. It's going to be – there's going to be restrictions. And states like – But, you uh, know, but to a pro-abort person, having a restriction is almost the same as a Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're going to go a- – Regardless, our side is going to, you know, there's going to be some pro-lifers who are upset, but there are going to be reasonable restrictions on this. Yeah, I would say then. I mean, I I don't like it, but I mean, that's just the reality of it. Then those people can move to California and Oregon. Or New York. And Illinois. New York already has. New York. New York has like. And New Jersey. And Connecticut and Massachusetts and all these whole blue states they could go live there and us conservatives will yeah. enjoy living in our own red yeah, states i mean sure. really that's what this country I mean, needs. new york already passed a law to permit abortion up to the point of birth remember that yeah, like, I know. Two, like yeah. 18 or yeah. two three years ago it was yeah. disgusting new jersey's got something close to it too yeah you know really i think that this it brings up a larger point the thing that this country needs is conservatives need to move to red states and liberals need to move to blue states I think we need to stop this. I thought they are going to uh, go to Canada. I think we need to stop this bullshit of, like, trying to coexist. No, we can't coexist. In local zones. we can't coexist. Now, if someone wants to live behind enemy lines and they're fine with that. Yeah, fine. Shut the f*** 
Okay. Thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Don't vote. You can't vote. Um, well, you you could <laughs> no. Vote. You're not allowed to vote. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> we need to centralize our power. Yeah. Uh, and that's why you're seeing so many Republicans move to Florida, and other red states. And I think that that's very important because uh, at the end of the day, we're gonna need some, you know. What do I want to say? Bunkers? Yeah. Or places to, like, fortify? For, yeah, bastions, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bastions. That's yeah. what I was looking for, yeah. <laughs> like, like the French Wars of Religion, yep. how the Huguenots were able to fortify their cities. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you know, these pro-abortion peoples are even interrupting church services. They're coming into churches screaming, uh, you know, defacing with pro-abortion messages on churches. You know, the White House is basically justifying this harassment. Um and they and they refused to condemn it. Although they did say one little thing like, "Oh, we shouldn't do this," but I'm like, uh, yeah, too late. too late. Yeah, yeah, too late. The horses um, left the barn. And yeah, so uh, last thing on this, you wrote about this today. Yeah, the Chardonnay Antifa abortion freakout. <laughs> What's that all about? Basically, I mean, uh, Ben Domich, the uh, co-founder of the Federalist, just basically broke down why the left is truly freaking out. It's not because they have to defend their abortion up to the point of birth. Yeah, you know, position. They have to defend their extremism on this. That's why they're freaking out because, you know, for 50 years they d***ed around and thought that, you know, the liberal wing of the Supreme Court would keep abortion safe. They didn't legislate on it, which they, they, they could have been, mm-hmm. um, which is the right way to do it. You know, I mean, if you want a right to abortion, you know, you pass a law. I mean, they, like like we said, there's nothing in the Constitution about abortion that doesn't prohibit it. Therefore, you know, pass a law. But, you know, I mean, baby killing doesn't poll well, right? Of course they don't want to do that. Yeah. And uh, also liberals don't like to work. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they, so they're freaking out. And now they got to defend this. So all he sa- I, I love how he closed with saying, you know, basically like have fun storming that castle, defending that position to the American mm-hmm. electorate. So, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's something that. Uh, it's basically just I mean yes they're freaking out but it's mostly the most the most unhinged minority that just dominates the social media sphere but it doesn't mean it carries any weight. Well the pro- I mean, the, the problem be- is here is that a lot of this gets uh muddied in the waters. Yeah. Because they say well you know 60% of the country didn't want Roe overturned. Mm-hmm. And that is true. Mm-hmm. But 60% or sixty five to sixty nine percent, somewhere in that range of sixties. Yeah. In in many polls. Yeah. Says that there should be the restrictions. Restrictions yeah. in the neighborhood of fifteen to twenty weeks. Yeah. So you're talking almost seventy percent of the country yeah. that agrees with something, 60% right? Sixty percent of women support right. yeah. a a ban after twenty weeks. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, and and uh, do we really have to go into partial birth abortion because that is it's super unpopular? Well, and it's, it never it's, has been, and it's also a case I mean, always of like, excuse me, you know. The, the protests here are all these screeching woke white women. Um, yeah, haven't you noticed that? It's, it's the same people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, w- I yeah. wait, Storm, I wish I have the privilege to just skip work all day and scream in the middle of a city. Yeah, that's an interesting I, you know, I, too, I wish, yeah. I wish I yeah. I wish I had, you know, that type of uh, yeah. ability. You know, and, and, and the men are just like, eh, whatever, it's not worth the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I got to go. I'm not going to argue yeah, with this. Yeah, really, gotta go to exactly. work. I got to go to work. Um, I, gotta, I got bills to pay. But the... Uh, the funny thing was when I, I was in uh, Denver this weekend and we were we were in an Uber and we rode past a protest and it was a Black Lives Matter protest. I was yeah. like, hmm, that's interesting. There was also an abortion one at the state house, but we oh, kind of stayed away from there. And at this Black Lives Matter protest outside of a church, there were probably about 15 people, I'd say, there. Ah. Do you want to guess how many of them were black? None. None. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. <laughs> Literally zero. Uh, it's all these woke white majority women, woke white women you know, you out there, done. virtue signaling to feel better about you themselves. Should've, you should have rolled down the window and been like, hey, where, where, where are the black people at? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's it's like the professional. They would have tipped your car over. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like over. the professional protesting class oh, yeah. is these woke white women. Yeah. And I'm like, what the f***? I mean, they get paid to do this. Yeah, well, that's a big that's yeah. a big thing too. All right, shifting gears. Uh, so of course we'll we'll have full coverage for you at townhall.com of everything going yes. on with the Supreme Court and this abortion ruling. Um, uh, maybe it's going to be this week. Who knows? I thought it was going to be today. It wasn't today. Uh, so I'm, we'll see what I'm happens. I'm already here. reading the sheet, folks. Everybody, <laughs> get, get your booze ready. <laughs> I think uh, I think that the longer they wait, the worse it is. Yeah, I think I think I um, it. And I don't know why they didn't do it today. I guess maybe it's not fully ready yet. I don't know, but you would think that after this happened last week, they'd be rushing to get all this done. Yeah, but, but remember, the Supreme Court goes at its own pace, you know? It's it's the institution that's supposed to be disconnected to what society wants. Well, and not anymore. It's supposed <laughs> to be the legislative process that keeps society up to date, not, yeah, not, the, not, not, not the justices. They're, you know, they're, they're supposed to be disconnected to any of this stuff, but... Well. We they also that. can't live in their own houses now anymore. Yeah, I know. So. Hey, hey, hey. Listen, you're preaching the choir, man. Um, all right, let's move on to the total economic gonna... disaster because oh, it is a booze. total disaster. We have the jobs numbers that came out on Friday, the labor force participation rate in April uh, decreasing. Oh! So we have less people working now. Uh, and also year over year major decreasing, uh, which is uh, not great. It's also 1.2% lower then February 2020, before the pandemic, so we have way less people working now than uh -huh. we did then. Uh -huh. uh, wages are also lagging in a major fashion. We have, of course, inflation skyrocketing. We have the highest gas prices in the history of the country. Uh, so much for that strategic petroleum release. Oh, yeah, right? Remember I, remember I said that this literally was not going to work? <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> Classic. And not only that... So now we're offloading millions of barrels of oil from our strategic reserve. It's doing nothing to change the price, okay? We're emptying out the reserve, which we need to refill, and we'll now need to refill it at extremely high prices, over $100 a barrel. That's great. Great going, Joe. That was really smart. Yeah. That was smart. really smart. Crackerjack job. Yep. Retard. He's the worst. He is the worst. Um, the record uh, high cost of regular gallon is now four thirty eight, according to data from AAA, uh, which lines up with what I've been seeing here. I think it's all four forty this morning. We have the inflation number coming tomorrow, uh, which is oh brace yourself. Uh, well, you know, here's the thing. So it, it, Biden, I think it's going to be bad. <laughs> uh, Biden talked this morning, right, about yeah. inflation. And it was a total disaster. Oh, by I, the way. I, yeah, I don't know if you heard yeah, it. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it was a total disaster. He could barely put a sentence together. I mean, he's a stuttering, oatmeal brain, blubbering mess. Um, he couldn't f say anything. He takes no responsibility yeah. for any of the inflation no. uh, or the bad economy. It's not his fault. We also have uh, a situation where he basically uh, blamed the ultra MAGA. Which is the new messaging coming out of DC now? Ultra, it's the ultra maga. We're gonna get into that in a second. Cause I love not, it. Yeah, I do too. So <laughs> that's why I want to talk about it more. But yeah. uh, first, and then we have the Federal Reserve raising uh, interest rates last week, which caused a stock market crash. Yeah. And now we also have a situation uh, developing where we have the stock market continuously going down. Yeah. Right. It's not good. which. 
as predicted. Yep. And you further have a situation, which th- this is actually, out of nearly all the economic indicators, this is the biggest red flag for me, is that consumer debt. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that report. No, it came out on Friday. The amount of revolving debt, which is basically credit cards, consumer yeah, credit yeah, cards, yeah, yeah. last month spiked to $55 billion, oh. which was, which is almost $40 billion more than the previous high. Okay? So smoked every number on record of people racking up credit card debt last month. And usually when that happens... It is a sign that people's finances have extremely tightened, yeah. which would make sense. Inflation, yeah. a lot of people still unemployed, uh, wages not keeping up with inflation, and, and just general inability gas to meet prices. bills. Yeah, yeah gas general inability. Yeah. It's, a, it's a sign of major economic financial difficulty. Yeah. So recession's on. We're deep in it already. It's only going to get worse. Not saying the market's going to continue to go down because it's gone down quite a bit so far already, but uh, overall economic conditions are going to get much worse in this country. I think oh, we're, goody. we're in for a period of uh, stagflation, uh, recession, depression mix here that's going to be kind of one for the history Wonder books. bar. Yeah. yeah, wonder bar. Definitely worse than the 70s, honestly. Yeah. You know, look at these gas prices. Do you remember just a few months ago I, I predicted? Yep. $5 by Memorial Day. Yeah. And where are we heading right now? $5. $5 by Memorial Day. Yep. Because yep. uh, just think, remember, you have spring growing season, which takes fuel. You have summer, which is vacations, recreation, yeah. leisure, yeah. taking fuel. It's going to be a very expensive uh, Memorial Day and 4th of July uh, right. holiday weekend for a lot of families. The shortages are only getting worse. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's a, it's a serious problem. I mean, God forbid that we get hit with something like what happened with the Colonial Pipeline now. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine that happening now? When we saw that happen, it yeah. was already well it's over crazy. four and a half. It's crazy. You know? uh, so, you know, that that's... <laughs> you, you, were, you, were, you were really funny in the office though, during that whole thing. What? Listen, the panic is spreading. Yeah. <laughs> so fill up your gas tanks. <laughs> it's true. It was spreading. Oh, it's it was true. nuts. The, the, the station near us here, they ran out, what, within 36 hours? Maybe yeah, less. less than that. They yeah. were gone. Yeah. And then, yep. and then you get those people filling up, like, you know, plastic bags with gasoline. I'm yep. just like, oh, my heavens. Yeah, idiots, yeah. Oh, my heavens. Um, what else do we got here? Oh, and one last, of course, uh, major domestic crisis emerging as far as supply chain crises go. Baby formula. Yeah, I was about to say, baby formula. Yeah. Off apparently, the shelves. Apparently now that's a major problem. Yeah. I mean, I, I read about this and I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we've got 40 billion... To send to Ukraine, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Forty billion to send to Ukraine. No baby formula no for baby our babies. Formula. Yep. That yeah, mothers are, are going frantic, and but you know, you know, I mean, remember, women only care about abortion and contraception. Storm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. oh, the ultra maga thing. Okay. Yes. Yes. So that's the new liberal talking point: is that uh, the Republican Party has been taken over by the so-called ultra maga extremists. Mm, um, sounds interesting. That's what I said. Yeah. Sounds fun. Mm. Um, and that that is what is behind all of the problems in the country that we currently have. <laughs> um, it's basically they jumped right from Putin's price hike yeah. to ultra maga, ultra maga, um, and you know totally discounting the fact 
that they control all three branches of government. And one reporter had the balls to bring that up today. Yeah. And they're like, you say that is, this is the fault of Ultra Mega, but they don't control any of the government. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, well, he's like, well, that's true. We do control all three branches of the government. But he's like, but that doesn't mean we have 60 senators and this and that. And I'm like, oh, oh so what you're saying is if you did, you would have passed legislation with a ton more spending and only made the economic situation worse. way worse. That because that's what that's what he was saying. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just like, this, guy, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, it just it just. Ugh. Totally yeah, honest. we we totally cause people not to go to work. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> we we cause the gas prices to spike. Uh -huh. We caused inflation. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's great. Fantasyland. It really. You know what? This is like the madness of King George III. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, what else we got? The Biden family corruption. The crime syndicate still at work, of course. Uh, now we have the uh, Hunter Biden emails showing that the big guy was getting way more than 10%, sometimes receiving up to 50% of some overseas transactions made by his son, more specifically from Chinese deals. Huh. Mm. That's interesting. In that uh, basically uh, Hunter Biden was pulling in more than $10 million a year from these Chinese. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, now we're expected to believe, of course, that Joe Biden had no involvement or knowledge no, with any of this no. stuff. Not besides the fact that there was $5.7 million unaccounted for in his tax return. Yeah. I mean, I know. that's just, know. you know, uh, that kind of money just grows on trees, it right? Does. It was an, it was a counting error. It was like an office space. Yeah. They, they moved yeah. the decimal point. Yeah, what they really meant was $5.70, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. 5, five seven zero 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 zero. So, yeah, of course, you know, he's corrupt as f***. The, the Hunter Biden probe continues, though, behind the scenes uh, with the U.S. attorney from uh, the state of Delaware. So that could get interesting. Could get very interesting. Uh, what else do we got here that is bad news? Immigration crisis continues to worsen. Oh, good. Um, we now know, apparently, the, uh, the government number of illegals released or escaped into the U.S. because on, on Fox News... DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas casually admitted a number that have escaped or been released into the United States under Joe Biden's presidency. Ten Take million. a listen. The DHS has directly released at least 836,000 aliens into the United States since January 21st. Then you add the 207,000 unaccompanied alien children, UACs, and then your Border Patrol estimates somewhere from 200 to 400,000 gotaways, in other words, encounters that uh, are not evade apprehension. So and, does that and gotaways have been a challenge? From the beginning, yeah. From the beginning. For... But that, that matches your numbers roughly? I believe so. So that's all without Title 42 in place. I mean, with Title 42 in with place, Title 42. when it's removed, you're going to see more numbers. Well, he says 1.4. Yeah. Uh, by my rough math, it's more like probably 3. You know, if they're saying 1.4, yeah, a good rule of thumb is to just double, double it. it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, just to put it in perspective, okay, that's a substantially higher number than the entire population of Biden's home state of Delaware. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact, it's a larger number than the population of nine states and the District of Columbia. So basically, so, the equivalent of Delaware was just we just let more them go. than Delaware. I mean, yeah. There's there's a list of nine states. I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay, it's totally ridiculous. <laughs> it's totally out of control. 
I mean, we're talking probably we have about 30 million illegals in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it continues to get worse and worse and worse, yet they want to continue to repeal Title 42, you know, remain in Mexico. They want to take all these things away so that they can flood the border with even more illegals, okay? You have a situation here now where you have, I believe, Jay Johnson. Yeah. the one that said. Yeah. If the number that you're encountering at the border is worse than a thousand per day okay yeah uh-huh. it's a crisis <laughs> okay yeah that was obama's secretary of homeland security yeah. who also said that this whole situation is uh, unsustainable but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're now encountering i believe twelve thousand at least per day Woo. okay Woo. And it's estimated that with the removal of Title 42, which is actually stopped by a court right now, but they're trying to push ahead with it regardless, mm-hmm. that number could swell upwards of 20,000. So it's an invasion. Oh, yeah. That's what this is. It's oh, an yeah. invasion. It's an invasion by illegals at our southern border, which we yeah. said from the beginning. Um, you know, it, the, the amount of drugs that's coming across is killing so many millions of Americans. I mean, the amount of fentanyl. It, yeah. If you look at the chart, okay, of fentanyl overdoses in this country— it spikes up, and then President Trump comes in and says, you know what, we got to do something about this. Yeah. So it tops off, and then it starts going down. And then, once it goes down, okay, the fentanyl overdoses go down, Biden comes in, and what happens? Huge spike. Massive spike. Huge spike. Massive spike. Like the, inflation. The Massive of, spike. The amount of fentanyl coming across the southern border, the amount of Chinese fentanyl coming across the southern border is massive. Killing millions of Americans on a yearly basis. Should we call that the the yellow peril? Should we call it that? (laughs) But apparently, that's not a problem, according to Joe Biden. Well, because he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, mean, that's... I mean, uh, fentanyl kills more Americans in a year than COVID has in the two and a half years it's been around. Oh, yeah. A little speck. Have you seen oh, what yeah. happens to these officers when yeah. they do a drug raid? Like they, they yeah. just it, a little bit gets on their clothes or whatnot, gets on their fingers. They they go. Yep. It's um, it's scary. And a lot and of kids the, have died too because of it as well. You know, being left at like playgrounds. And oh stuff. yeah, it's horrible. And then it comes out this weekend as a new way that they want to hit on President Trump, uh, because former Defense Secretary Mark Esper, who's a total little piece of. <laughs> um, he wrote in his uh, new book, you know, because of course they have to have tell-all books. They can't just serve and then go away into the abyss. He wrote that President Trump said that the United States should take out drug cartel operations in Mexico with missiles. Yeah, why not? I think that, that, that's what, that would be a great what idea. Said. I'm like, talk about a great idea. You see, of all the Trump stories out there that we all know were bullshit, this is the one that I can see totally happening. Yeah. Esper, Esper. Well, also, let's fire some missiles. Not, we're not going to target civilians. No civilians, none ever. But let's target the bad. Well, like, I also <laughs> believe the uh, the he wanted to shoot the rioters in the summer one. I think so. Because I wanted to shoot yeah, them, no, so yeah. I was like, yeah, Why that's something Trump would say. Yeah. But remember, um, you, I think you, you and I discussed this when he was not when he when Esper was nominated and confirmed. Yeah. We didn't like this guy yeah, from no, the get go. No. He's a piece of beginning. We didn't like this we guy, knew he and now sucked. it's all confirmed. We knew sucks. Uh, that is a great idea. I wish we had done that. Yeah. We just fired some Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would have died laughing. About well, you know, I mean, these, I would have been like, oh, I'll look into that. <laughs> these these uh, Mexican cartels are operating massive drug labs in the South. 
So yeah, they got some serious equipment there too. By yeah. the way, they probably could have shot down the missiles. Do you think? Oh, apparently I was wrong on the number. It's only more than a hundred thousand Americans are killed every year by fentanyl and other drug overdoses. I think that's probably a low number. It is. Uh, but I think that's the NBC much News higher. had a town in um in Ohio. The entire street yeah. is dead. Mm-hmm. Everyone is dead in this neighborhood. They yeah. all died. Yep. It's it's worse than crack cocaine. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it it's worse than that epidemic in the eighties. It's just, it it has to. I mean, it is. Yeah. So it's 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 abysmal. All right. What else? What other good bad thing news we have? We Cracker here? Jack people who know how to manage crises. Oh wait, forgot. I was yeah. I was talking about the Trump administration. You know, I know. Cause I know. Because they, they know how to handle the, things. The whole whatever. The whole government right now is just like totally incompetent. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got here? Jill Biden visited Ukraine. Oh, good. Joe couldn't go. <laughs> Um, not that I would really want Joe to go anyway, because I don't think we should be helping Ukraine at all at this point anymore, particularly because what I said just two or three weeks ago is now a big news story. According to the Defense Department's latest figures, this oh, is before the new package they want to spend, we've given at least $4 billion in security assistance to Ukraine since the start of the invasion. Uh, this also includes 25,000 anti-aircraft weapons, 60,000 anti-tank weapons, counter-artillery radars, jamming equipment, ammunition, small arms, body armor, and more, okay? This assistance, of course, has come at a cost, not just a financial one. Concerns among the Defense Department are now mounting that U.S. stockpiles are being majorly depleted in the process and that we're now leaving ourselves vulnerable. Oh, great. Great, great. As predicted, he's given so much away to Ukraine, our, our troops are now vulnerable. And and everyone that says, oh, well, you know, we'll just restock it has no understanding of how difficult that is. Okay. Yeah, it's not like – Because uh, not only is yeah. it not you just wave a magic wand and the warehouses are restocked. One, you need appropriations to do so. So Congress has to authorize money to do this. Yeah. Now, I'm sure you could probably get them yeah, to do yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the easy part. Yeah, yeah. The harder part – going down the layers here. I know what you're getting at. Is one, finding this stuff. Okay, once you find it. And then you could procure it, but the finding is the hard part because that's also a shortage in right now. Yes. Okay? They've given them, I think, you know, tens of thousands of javelins and stingers. Yeah. Okay? Well, we need to replace those for us. Yeah. Now, there's not a ton of these just laying around. No, they're right? not. So they have to be manufactured. Yes. And who's going to manufacture them? The defense contractors, right? But there's still lead time on that. Yeah. So we're sitting here with our flapping in the wind for who knows how many months. Yeah. Like, what if World War Three pops off tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. And you also forgot about something that guides said stingers. Well, the chips. Devils. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The chips are yeah. are in shortage. Yeah. So like. That's great. It's, I mean, it's so what the hell are we stupid. Doing here? It's so stupid. And now they're debating this huge. Now it's not thirty four billion anymore. Now it's forty billion on the hill. For Ukraine, forty, yeah. and this is considered a quote down payment. So, how much is this actually going to cost us? Yo, Half this, a trillion. This, this is going to be a, like a one hundred plus billion. More than that operation. Or, well, if they authorize forty here, forty. There's at least four or five here that we've already done, yeah. which probably doesn't even count the additional five billion in just financial assistance. Yeah. So they just we're, gave we're, them the we're cash. There. We're, which, gonna, we're gonna blow past that. Which where did the cash go? By the way, you well, know, probably ten percent of the big that's guy. Another thing. So before all said and done, we're already talking about probably close to sixty billion, mm-hmm. and this is just the beginning. Yeah. Because now, now they say, well, we're preparing for this to be a long, protracted war with uh, Ukraine and yeah. Russia. So now we've got ourselves another forever war 
one that's not even our war. Yeah. What oh, yeah, this is... <laughs> not to mention that the longer this goes on, the more likely each day it comes that some stupid is going to happen that creates World War Three. Oh, yeah. I mean, it gives ample opportunity to I do mean, so. I mean, you have that jagaloon Seth Moulton saying that we need to, you know, we just need to recognize that we're at war with Russia. Yeah. What are you... Oh, my God. Well, I mean, we basically are at this point. We're yeah. fighting a proxy war through Ukraine with Russia, which I said from the beginning was a terrible idea, right? Then, now they're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to keep doing this forever. Smart. Yeah. Smart. You know? We can't uh, stock our formula shells for our children here at home. You know, we can't educate our children here at home. You know, we have so many homeless veterans, so many poor people in this country. The homeless in general is a major problem in this yeah. country. Uh, you know, not saying they just want to hand away money to these people, but I'd rather give them the $40 billion than hey, Ukraine. We got problems here. I agree. Yeah. You know, like I, still the, to this the, day. The, the first one you mentioned is actually the most pressing, the, the education gap. Well, yeah. Closing I mean, that is going to take years. All these kids and, are retards now. Well, um, and then it doesn't help that we have like, you know, these circus freaks uh, not teaching them anything. Except, well, yeah, you know, except yeah. how to, you know, gender identity how and to how, chop your off. how to chop your yeah. off and how I'm going to you later, okay. you know, when you're old enough, you know, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. No, well, not, sometimes not even when you're old <laughs> not enough. Not even when you're old enough, enough. yeah. Oh, yeah, because they want to destigmatize yeah. pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, believe me, the whole <laughs> thing is just ridiculous. And the, the more I hear about it, I'm like, what the f*** are these people thinking? Like... You know, I, I understand that you wanted to help them at the beginning, but, like, if Ukraine can't fight for itself, then maybe they shouldn't be a country. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's I think that should be the standard I for mean, every country. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the, uh, at the heart of it, that's the America First doctrine. Is we can't be everybody, the army yeah. for everybody. Yeah, we can't. You know, like, are you telling me now that if Russia wants to take over I mean, some we, we, whole country in Africa, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, let's pump them full of javelins and billions of dollars? Because that's the precedent that's being set right now. I mean, yeah, I don't like it, but, I mean, yeah, I, I can see that happening. Oh, well, yeah, of course yeah. you can see that happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, this has to stop. This has to stop. We need to worry about ourselves. We need to rebuild our military. We need to worry. They can't even recruit people now. Did you know that, that there's a serious there's recruiting a serious, problem? Well, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Serious recruiting problem. I mean, we're losing all of our good war fighters. I mean, do you because see who's of, in charge right, right now? Would you want to serve? Oh, my we're God. We're losing all of our good war fighters because of the woke bull or the vaccine bull. Yeah. So now we've got nobody that has basically combat experience because all the Operation uh, Enduring Freedom and Iraqi yeah, Freedom people are retired. now out. They're retired. Right? And we're being trained on not the right things. We're they're not being prepared. trained to worry more we about chopping have, off. We don't have the equipment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't have, we, yep. we can't man the, the watchtower here. Yep. yep. And I still. This military is not prepared for the 21st century threats. I, I mean, I think that, I mean, I'm not the only one who's been saying oh, yeah. that. And I still have yet to find somebody who can explain to me the rationale for why we should give a f about Ukraine. Still, to this day, I'm waiting. I'm waiting I, on I it. Love uh, and now, and now, they're like, oh, yeah, let's let Finland and Sweden into NATO. That's bad. Did we not learn our f lesson here already? I mean, this is, I, I know. Yeah, let's, let's further encroach on Russia yeah. and further back them into a corner and further provoke them against yeah. the West. Especially with sick Putin right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's going on with that, by the way? Did you see that? He was no, no, no. It was May Day. Yeah, he was covered up in a blanket, and his, his some people say his voice is all f***ed up now. I think that that might be a little bit of a show. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's I mean, this guy. This guy's a master spy. He's, yeah, I he, think it's I mean, he's, he, he's a master at at deception. So. I also think that the, uh, the cancer thing was fake. I think so, too. Yeah, I don't think it's true. Uh, I think he wants was to fool the as, West uh, into as, thinking as that Johnny he's... Johnny Sack would say, healthy as a rhino over yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> I think that he wants to fool the West into thinking he's weaker than he is. Yeah. And that he might die sometime soon. And then everyone that's like, great, hopefully he dies. I'm like, you do realize that could be someone way worse that oh, comes into office. Oh, there's right? going to be a, it's a complete, I mean, he's bad. Yes, he's bad. But, I mean, it's going to be much worse. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just what we need is a hardliner yeah. uh, power struggle in a yeah. nuclear state. That sounds yeah, really smart. Yeah. 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 People just don't think these it's days. It's kind of like... Um, like, they say these things, and I'm like, movie? you realize that what this could yeah. cause, right? Remember like, the movie Valkyrie? Yeah. Remember they're like, you have to kill Hitler, but also Himmler if he's there. Because yeah. remember, why Why replace a madman with a psychopath? Yeah, exactly. That's, you yeah. know, it's, just, that's, that's, uh, it's true. Like we Those ultra-nationalists, I mean, they don't get a lot of coverage because Putin is there, but yes. when they are... Th- that is some Crimson Tide shit. If you guys ever watched that movie... You know they will totally launch missiles. Well, that's what I worry about is if they if there's some operational commander there who decides to like you know oh I'm gonna take off you know show my true colors they'll, they'll oh, yeah. launch everything. Well, that's that's what I worry about. That's why I much rather have Putin than any of them. Yeah, no. Like at least we you know the yeah. devil we know is better than the one we don't. So that that phrase is true. Yeah. All right, what else we got here? Uh, Biden's Ministry of Truth. Really starting oh, to take off shape to a here. banner start, by the way. Yeah, you know she doesn't believe that critical race theory exists. This Nina Jankowitz person, who's a total nut job, um, and of course, remember she thought that the uh, Russian dossier was authentic, oh, real. The Russian collusion hoax was authentic, yep. and uh, also said Hunter Biden's laptop was a Russian disinformation plot. All proven to be wrong. Um, so she's uh, as uh, was it as Josh Hawley calls her a human geyser of misinformation. Yeah, so she's really smart. <laughs> of course, we've got a couple of GOP. Uh, uh, legislators attempting to move to defund DHS's uh, disinformation squad, but uh, we're not sure if that'll actually happen. Some interesting news here, though, because I totally, when I saw this headline, I was like, yep, that checks out for sure. Apparently, uh, members of Joe Biden's disinformation governance board, and use that in heavy air quotes, all have one thing in common. They are backed by radical leftists. Uh, one of them, Jennifer Daskal, has at uh, majorly close ties to a certain liberal billionaire. Who do you think that one is? Tom Steyer? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's George Soros. George, George Soros. Soros. Huh. What a surprise yeah. that George Soros would be somewhat involved yeah. in this. Yeah. And the Washington Post's editorial board writes, The Disinformation Governance Board, whose acronym is the Soviet-sounding DGB, is supposed to aid coordination among DHS offices as they counter viral lies and propaganda that pose a threat to domestic security. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they say, done right, this is a useful function. Oh, yeah. yeah sure done, right. done right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When has yeah. government yeah. done anything yeah. right? Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, let's see some elections in 2024 news here. So, of course, Kamala Harris is panicking as her approval rating plunges 28%. Oh. 28%. Cue uh, the laughter. Apparently, uh, she's a total wreck, has been seeking political advice from Joe Scarborough. Um, and Joe Scarborough? Yeah, seeing that she is uh, supposed to be the next in line to take over uh, from, of course, Biden, who's not going to run. But, you know, one will have to wonder if she uh, will even be on the 2024 ticket. Will she make it through the primary? Yeah. I don't know. I was talking about that uh, this past week, and I said, you know, what if Hillary runs Kamala? You know, I mean, that's uh, I feel like Hillary might win that against Kamala. Oh, Hillary would definitely win. As much as Hillary sucks, I think she might beat her. Yeah, absolutely. uh, I think think Hillary would handedly 
yeah. beat her. Kamala's in a little bit of a panic because she, she's she got a shitty situation because the president she works for sucks ass, yeah. right? Yeah. So she has to try to distance herself. Yeah. She's but horrible. she also sucks ass. Yeah, she's horrible yeah. on her own, right? So it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's a double whammy. Yep. yep. Um, and also, I think, honestly, you know, when that when those primaries had, uh, you know, head below the Mason-Dixon line, I think black voters would definitely go go for Clinton. She's she's a proven product. Yeah. And she's not weird and awkward like Kamala. Yeah, well, because even, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say something else. Just going to move on. Just gonna no, 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 no. What is it? No, no, no. Out with it. Nope. For a VIP uh, audience. Nope, nope, not even for the VIPs. Uh, what else <laughs> we got here? Primaries. Uh, let's see. We got J.D. Vance winning the Ohio GOP Senate primary, which is great news. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wasn't a huge J.D. Vance fan. Uh, put a little effort in to learn some more about him. And I think that he could end up being a really great addition to the Senate if it happens. I think that he'll end up being a thorn in the side of all the right people. Um, so that's good. That's good move. Uh, let's see. There was also basically last week. I think every single Trump candidate swept. I oh, think it was like oh, it wow. was like twenty one and zero or something oh, like wow. that. Tonight will be interesting. There are two states that are voting today as we speak. Uh, Nebraska. Uh, we have the governor is interesting. The first and second congressional district races are interesting. Uh, Trump has endorsed Charles Herbster in the GOP governor primary. No clue who that is, but good luck to him. Yep. The real interesting one that I would like to see here. In West Virginia, West Virginia went from three congressional districts to two. Okay. As part of that, in the newly drawn second congressional district, we have two sitting incumbent Republicans that are facing off. David McKinley and Alex Mooney. Well, McKinley is a uh, rhino, and I believe voted for impeachment. Oh, really? So Gotta go. He's gotta go. Alex Mooney, who is endorsed by Trump, hopefully will be victorious tonight. Let's go, that Mooney. This is the 2nd Congressional District. Of course, we'll have full election coverage of all those races at townhall.com with live results, so go check that out. What else do we got here? 2,000 Mules. Okay, so 2,000 Mules is uh, causing... Uh, quite a bit of stir because since it came it, out last week. Because it exposes how the Democrats stole the election. Well, yes. We, Video we will, evidence. We will get to that part. Yes. Of course, before all that, just want to disclaim that the uh, Civil Media Group, our parent corporation uh, that holds Town Hall Media, is an executive producer of 2000 Mules. So, just to make that disclaimer. want to talk about the movie because uh, we, we got to see it uh, quite a few weeks ago before it was released to the public. I knew it was going to cause quite a stir. Oh, yeah. and, you know, I've teased it a few times here. I couldn't really talk about it in depth. but So, of course, for those who haven't seen the movie yet or haven't heard about it yet, 2,000 Mules is basically video evidence and building the case that there were these mules doing ballot harvesting and, and dropping off ballots in a sophisticated, coordinated operation by left-wing, uh, quote, advocacy groups that were essentially designed to steal the election. Yes. And there's video. I mean, they've used geolocation from cell phones yep. that, you know, one mule went to the ballot warehouse and went to six different drop boxes all in Fulton County, Georgia. Four in the morning. You know, dropping off hundreds of ballots at four in the morning in with the morning. gloves on. Yeah. You know, like, th this is not all normal weird. behavior. Very weird. Very this weird. is criminal behavior. Yeah. And, it's, um, and, it, and it's illegal. I think, you know, people... Yes, some states permit ballot harvesting, but in the states that D'Souza talks about, it's not legal. So it's um, – Well, yeah. I mean it, I it's, mean, you it, know, it shouldn't be legal anywhere. But it shouldn't yeah, be. The, but you know what I mean. The states in which 
it was illegal mm-hmm. were the states that mattered yep. in the election. Yes, sir. Particularly in Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And they look at all these states. Um, you know, there's cameras. It's just dumping ballots. It's it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Um, and the organization that worked with Dinesh D'Souza, of course, this is a Dinesh D'Souza movie, and mm-hmm. I love Dinesh. So, the organization that worked with him on this, True the Vote, uh, is going to release all of the data that they have behind all of this. So, uh, total transparency. Of course, the left freaked out. Yeah. The left stuck their fact checkers all over this. Yeah. Uh, you can't talk about it, and it's it's just like you know, it's another one of those things. It's like, why why do you have to hide this if it's yeah, if it's not know. you know, like people should be able to make the, up their mind the on their own. Reaction was uh, oddly aggressive, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So it was if they're hiding. Well, that's because they got caught red-handed, yeah. and I mean, yeah. you know, of course, just to set the expectation. As we've always said, nothing's going to change here. Nothing's going to get overturned. Yes. But Trump it, won. But nothing's going to get... <laughs> right. It just, it just proves... Trump well, won. We've, we've known this for, you know, since the election, right? Yeah. Remember, remember, this was literally the first thing we talked about. Oh, yeah. Was the lack of signature matching. Yes. The, the, the ballot harvesting. The chain of custody being non-existent regarding, you know, yeah. these, these ballot drop-off areas. Yep. I the mean, universal the mail-in boxes. voting. I mean, it all sets an environment for just rampant yeah. fraud. So, oh, and, and I wrote about it th- this afternoon. A woman in Los Angeles went for, uh, took her dog for a walk. She turns the corner. What did she? What does she find in a box? Yeah, a big box of ballots. Big box of ballots. Yeah, I saw that. Just lying around. Yeah, it's 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 pretty outrageous. But it's the most secure election we've ever had. So oh yeah, it's the most yeah. secure election. Totally. Boxes of of mail-in ballots, legal ballots, just you know all over the place. But so so secure, no fraud. Well, you know, everyone no fraud. everyone forgets that the the guy who invented that line, the most secure election ever. Yeah, Miles uh, Taylor. Oh, that guy is a liberal who oversaw the worst hack of our government systems ever. Well, not ever. But of the last like twenty years, okay. So he ever. let it In happen. <laughs> he let that happen, yeah. which came out after he left, yeah. right? And he mm. was the guy who invented the most secure line, yeah. most secure election yeah. ever. One, yep. So, if you uh, do desire to watch two thousand mules, uh, you yeah, can I suggest do, you do. You hundred percent suggest you do. You it. can do so on Salem Now, uh, SalemNow.com, or you can download the app on any of your uh, devices, Roku, Fire TV, Chromecast, I mean, uh, Apple TV. You can get it anywhere. So, uh, highly recommend it. Of course, uh, you know, uh, partially funded by Salem Media Group, which is our parent corporation, but it's a great documentary film. Dinesh D'Souza, again, hits the nail on the head. And, you know, it... it it's nice to, even though we know all these things happen, it's nice to just see it every once in a while. Uh, yeah. Confirmed, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. we f- told you we so. Know. <laughs> we we told have you evidence. So. There's yep. evidence. Yep. So, and, and the libs are like, well, you could have just manufactured that video. And I'm like, how? It's like yeah. millions of hours yeah. of video. So, yeah. All right, what else we got here? Moving on. Jim Banks. Our man, Jim Banks. Jim Banks for speaker. Jim Banks for speaker. F- Kevin McCarthy. Um, <laughs> Jim Banks unveiling the conservative plan to restore law and order in America. Does it include um, tanks? <laughs> Does it include tanks? I want tanks and National Guard. 
I want bayonets. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, we're going to fight the Delta less, Force. We're going to fight the less pro-criminal agenda Damn with uh, uh, regular conservative policies, not uh, military dictatorship, but maybe eventually. Okay. <laughs> um, of course, you can find the story on that at townhall.com. We must restore law and order in this, in this country because it's it's really out of control. I mean, it, it's, it's bad. You know, crime is actually now a, a top five priority as yeah. far as voters go. And uh, you could tell that... There is a significant shift in the winds on that in this country. Yeah, I mean, people are are tired of being harassed and shot, and I mean, just it's, it's out of control. Well, you know, the Democrats' uh, uh, gamble on defund the police really failed badly, yeah. well, and also the the no cash bail reforms. Yeah, yeah, and the summer of mis- yeah, the summer, summer of love, the summer of love, miserable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh yeah, Kevin McCarthy, more bad came out on him uh maybe we'll get time to talk about that on thursday but basically he's the rhino scumbag that you all have known well he's trying to play both sides of the fence not even both sides he's playing the left side (laughs) he's playing on the left's team against (laughs) president trump and i'm not i'm not okay with that so you know like there's a lot of uh fugazi stuff going on you know regardless of even if he didn't personally like president trump it is uncalled for for him to align with the left against a Republican president yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. Yes. Um, no argument here. You know, uh, like, it's just outrageous. But uh, let's see. We've got a couple fun stories of the day here. Elon Musk setting Twitter ablaze with a message about his possible death because uh, he tweeted, uh, what did he, he tweet? Quote, if I die under mysterious circumstances, it's been nice knowing you. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, He's funny. This came after he received a threat from a Russian official because he supplied the uh, Starlink internet system to Ukraine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, I feel like he probably has a little bit of an undertone there to don't Hillary me. Yeah, you know? oh, for sure. And today, he said that uh, he will allow President Trump back on Twitter after the deal closes. So. Yeah. Uh, the ball is in Trump's court on that one, which Trump has obviously already said that he won't, yeah. but I am betting that he will. So, I mean, how many followers does he it's have? It's like 90 million. What? There's just, yeah. there's just no Come way. On. Yeah. That's just bad. If he's, he, he's a businessman. That's just bad business. Well, I mean, from that angle, the good business is to stay on his own platform. Uh, yeah, but we all know. But why but when it's already there? What he, what he needs the Twitter for is to run for president. Yeah. So yeah. he's going to need that to run for president. It's um, like the New York Times without the losses. <laughs> I think it was on Letterman when he was talking about his Twitter his yep. Twitter activity. It's great. It's like New York Times, but without the losses. New yep. York Times, no losses. Uh, <laughs> what else we got here? Oh, the pa- the password for Hunter Biden's laptop from hell. Wasn't it some f***ed up? Yeah, it was. This is, no bleep on this, Mr. Producer, because this is real world facts right here. This is, quote, Hunter Biden's password, analfuck69. But what I find most interesting about this, you know the guy who, <laughs> not the password, it's what I would expect. Uh, you know, crackhead, come on. Yeah. Um, but Could what I find most interesting is that the guy who, the laptop shop owner, yeah. right, he had, he had to, like, flee to, like, I think he's in Europe or something. Really? Because it was determined that it was too dangerous for him to, like, stay in Same as a little home. shop? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. In Wilmington? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> Nothing like, happens now in he's, like, on indefinite, you know, residency in Europe, I think, or oh, something wow. like that. That's yeah. terrible. Poor yeah. guy. Well, you know, they're probably going to kill him. They I mean, are probably going to kill him, yeah. It's not really not surprising. It's true. The Biden crime syndicate 
Uh, They'll probably blow up his plane if he tries to get on a plane. If we, yeah, if it's a private plane. <laughs> I mean, or maybe not... if it's a public plane, yeah. too. All right, last one here. Next week, the House is going to hold public hearings on UFOs. That's awesome. It's um, about time. Well, about time. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So remember how, like, during the midst of major COVID hysteria, yeah. the Pentagon was like, yeah, UFOs exist. Yeah. And it kind of got buried. Yeah, and they released like a trove of documents. Yeah, yep. So they're going to have testimony from two top defense intelligence officials scheduled for next Tuesday. So that will be a very interesting day. Mm. All right, well, that about wraps up today's marathon episode here. So as usual, it's time for the shameless plug. If you enjoy Triggered and wanted Uncensored, and I guarantee you today's episode Uncensored was very tremendous, uh, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 40% off. That's 40% off. Huge percentage. Uh, I guarantee you, with a money-back guarantee, you will love Town Hall VIP. You will love Triggered Uncensored. You will love all the cool exclusive content that you'll get and get into this club of exclusive patriots. So, that is townhallvip.com. Use promo code SAVEAMERICA for 40% off. You get Triggered Uncensored, a ton of other stuff. Matt's VIP columns, Kurt's VIP stuff, his columns, videos, podcasts, Katie's VIP columns. The list goes on and on. And if you become a VIP Gold member, you get all of our other sites in the portfolio too. That's 40% off. Huge savings. Huge, huge savings. So thank you to all of you who are VIP members. We love you. Thank you to all of our listeners. We love all of you. Of course, feel free to reach out with anything that you want us to cover, anything that you want to hear. We uh, love hearing from our friend Ken on uh, the the prepping stuff. Thank you, Ken. I'm going to look into that. I'm going to purchase a few of those. Um, And we love hearing from all of you. So triggered at townhall.com if you want to reach out. Tell us what stories you want to hear, what you want us to cover, any good tips you have. Um, And, of course, don't forget five-star ratings and reviews go a long way in helping fight against the big tech algorithm. So... On that note, we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Trigger. See you then. Oh, no,